0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As we begin our study of the letter to the Hebrew believers, we have already learned much about Jesus. Among those things, we have learned that Jesus is above the angels. Today on Drawing Near, the writer of Hebrews emphasizes that fact. So, let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 1 and study Jesus, superior to angels. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we're thankful for Jesus Christ, and we're thankful for all the details that you give us concerning him. We thank you, Father, that we can know that he is God, and yet he is man and that his work in becoming man is pivotal in our redemption and in restoring the order that you have desired for all of the earth. Father, thank you for also letting us know about angels, about how they relate to you and what your purpose is for them. Although we don't have as much about angels, Father, what we do have is helpful. Now, Father, guide us in our study. Give us wisdom and understanding. Help us to be discerning as we study these things. It's in Jesus' name that we pray amen. To begin our study, let's go back to verse 4 of chapter 1 of Hebrews and then continue to the end of the chapter. In verse 4 we read, Having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels' spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? But to the Son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain, and they will grow old like a garment, like a cloak you will fold them up, and they will be changed, but you are the same, and your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits? sent forth the minister for those who will inherit salvation as the writer of hebrews begins this opening chapter in his letter he's focusing on jesus christ the one through whom god has spoken to us in these last days and in the context of making jesus known to us he is focusing in chapter 1 on jesus is better than the angels It may be that the Hebrew believers had some confusion over exactly who Jesus was. Maybe they struggled with Jesus being God. Maybe they thought that he was just an angel of God, a messenger of God with superior status. We don't really know, but we do know that this is one of the most unique passages in all of the Bible in its focus on Jesus and his distinction from the angels. And so as we begin this passage, chapter 5 through the end of the chapter, we will look at it in two parts. We're going to look primarily today at just the references, just the emphasis on Jesus being superior to the angels. And then, Lord willing, in our next study, we will look at what we learn about Jesus in this comparison. And so the writer of Hebrews is dealing with this contrast. In other words, God has said something about angels, and God has said something about his Son. And what he says about angels is very different than what he says about his son. Verse 5 points that out. For to which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you. And God has spoken in his word those words concerning Jesus, but he's never said them about an angel. He doesn't refer to angels as my son. Again, in verse 5, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. So Jesus' relationship with the Father is unique from the angels. They are messengers, they are ministering spirits, but Jesus has a Father-Son relationship with the Almighty God. Verse 6 says, But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. If you read in the book of Revelation, some places in the Old Testament, When angels appear before man, sometimes man wants to bow down and worship them, and they reject worship. And yet God says, I want the angels, angels who are superior to human beings, to worship Jesus, my son. But the angels are just ministering spirits. They're just ministers of a flame. They have power, they have authority, in verse 7, but they are not to be worshiped. They're just ministering spirits. In verse 8, it goes on and says of Jesus, but of the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever. There's the idea of being royal or kingly, sitting on a throne. And he calls his Son, but to the Son, he says, O God, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. So the one through whom God has spoken to us in these last days, his son, God refers to him as God. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. He also refers to him as everlasting. And he hates sin. He loves righteousness. So God has elevated him above angels, but the elevation of the Lord Jesus Christ is not an elevation from eternity past. God didn't elevate Jesus in the past. Jesus, when he is born of a virgin, when he leaves his eternal glory and he comes into this world, he becomes a little lower than the angels. But by virtue of his work on the cross and his death, burial, and resurrection, God elevates him above the angels. This picture is for our benefit. The angels know this. All those beings in heaven, they know this. This description is for our benefit. And so in verse 10, it says, and God has also said this, you, Lord, referring to Jesus as Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak you will fold them up and they will be changed, but you are the same and your years will not fail. We see the eternal nature of Jesus we see Jesus in creation. We never see angels creating. Creation is an act of God. And Jesus laid the foundation of the earth. He existed before the earth was founded, and he laid the foundations of the earth. The heavens above us, our solar system, are the works of his hand. They're all going to perish. By the way, that's something we need to note. Our earth, our heavens, they're going to perish. But Jesus will remain. He existed before, and he'll continue after. They will grow old like a garment, like a cloak. They'll be folded up. They will be changed. They're not only going to be done away with and perish, but they're going to be changed, a new heaven and a new earth. But you are the same, and your years will not fail. He's from eternity past to eternity future. And then in verse 13, we read, But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool? He's never said that to angels, but he has said that to the Lord Jesus Christ. We see that in the Old Testament. Then of the angels in verse 14, we read, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Angels are ministering spirits to us, sent forth by God to minister for us. They're there to convey from God to us what God wants, and to minister in our hearts and lives. But Jesus is to be worshiped. The angels are above human beings. <laughs> they have more power. They do not die. They are eternal. After the moment they are created, they're eternal. We have no indication that they die. They are the very messengers of God. They are amazing. They have a glory all their own. But Jesus is superior. It's helpful to go back through this passage And take a few moments each day for a little while and just read through it because it's written in a unique style. Go back and look at these references to the Old Testament prophecies and that will help galvanize these things in your heart and mind. Lord willing, in our next study, we'll look at what this says about Jesus in much greater detail. Father in heaven, thank you for these words. Thank you for your explanation of Jesus and the angels. Comparing them and contrasting them. And Father, we pray that we would not be guilty of what so many people seem to be guilty of today angel worship. We are to worship God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and none other. Father, we are grateful for the work that you've done in bringing us salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's in his name and through him that we come to you. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.